So what teacher of prayer could we have better than Jesus himself, who um, gives the disciples this instruction on how they ought to pray? And, of course, this instruction, as his kind of introduction suggests, is not simply a, when you pray, you should only ever say these exact words and say them over and over and over again, but that while, while this, is, this is one of the key prayers in our Christian tradition, it's also a teaching about prayer, in a sense. That if we, if we look at the type of prayers that are being made and the, the meaning of the words in the Our Father, we can find out a lot about the different ways in which we could pray. And I'm not, this isn't my own radical um, thought that I just had this morning, because for the last 2,000 years... Um, the, from the fathers of the church all the way down have been interpreting the Our Father in this way and you can find countless treatises on prayer that are just looking at each line of the Our Father and looking at what it means and how we should pray according to that. But I think one, one important thing that I just want to note this morning is the different types of prayer, not just kind of the, the, the central attitude behind it all, but there are different sorts of requests being made, different sorts of things being said in the Our Father, and it's important for us in our prayer lives to recognise these different movements in the relationship with God and the different ways that we relate with God, because I think it's easy to fall into a, a, a habit or just allow our prayer life to only be about asking God for things, or only be about um, kind of perhaps devotional prayers, that sort of thing, but we can think about the different facets of prayer and how they're all really important to make up uh, a good relationship with God. And so, let me, let me just go through this and, and see a couple of the, the types of prayer that I saw looking at it today. Our Father in heaven, may your name be held holy, is a prayer of praise. It's recognizing who God is, who he is to us, and offering him the glory. When we recognize who God is, we, we want to give him that praise that he's, he's due, that he is worthy of. Then we also see, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I think that's a prayer of kind of placing ourselves under the will of God and wanting his will to be done in our lives. And I think I'll come back to that in a moment. We then see, give us today our daily bread, which is, is often what we think of as prayer, that, that prayer of petition, asking God for the things that we need and the things that we want and for the situations in which we find ourselves. And also, very importantly, forgive us our sins. The prayer of repentance is essential to the life of a Christian because it's, it's sort of part of the gospel message. It's part of our salvation, the fact that we are sinners, that we have failed God and that we, we need to acknowledge that to be able to take hold of the gift of forgiveness um, and the gift of salvation that God wants to give us. But... I wanted to, I think the, the most difficult of those four different types of prayer to understand is this, this one about kind of your will, your will be done, your kingdom come, because it's like, what, what are we exactly asking for here? Uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for us to, to tell God to do his will because he's almighty and all powerful and we couldn't stop him if he wants to do something. He can just do whatever he wants. But this type of prayer is really about placing ourselves under God's will and offering ourselves to God. I would, I would like to call this kind of movement in our spiritual life a, an act of surrender to the Lord. Um, because 
He can do whatever he wills, but what we're praying for is that we would do his will, that his will would be done in us, because there's that great gift of freedom that God has given to us human beings that we can um, decide to turn away from him, we can decide to do something other than his will, we can decide to resist the grace that is at work within us, we can try and resist his work in the world as well, in the building up of his kingdom. So in praying that God's kingdom would come, in praying that his will would be done on earth, we're actually placing ourselves, placing, placing ourselves and all of our brothers and sisters underneath that will of God and asking that we would be, we would be able to follow him, we would be able to accept um, the grace and the leading and the, the strength to do what is right, the strength to do what he calls us to, and the strength to love our brothers and sisters in that way that he wishes us to, and, and that, that is our salvation. And in, in that way, I think it closely, closely relates to those prayers of repentance and the prayer of petition, asking God for the things that we need, because ultimately we need God's grace to be able to do his will and align our lives to what he's calling us to, who he's calling us to be. And it takes repentance to be able to do that because um, we are constantly turning away from doing his will. We're constantly um, resisting the work of the kingdom within us and we need to pray that God will not only forgive us of our sins and our turning away from him, but would give us the grace to do his will that his kingdom would truly come in our lives. So let's um, be open constantly to this grace of how Jesus wants to teach us to pray and how he, he most crucially wants to teach us to be able to open our hearts to the work of the Father in our lives and the work of grace within us.